What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, everybody get yourself some popcorn and pop. I'm about to entertain you. I am the god of game fire, Todd Mitchell. Todd Mitchell. It is the Caper Cafe. Coming up on uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there's going to be something extremely fun happening. And we'll talk to Daryl Lees about that coming up in a few minutes. Fair food and fun extravaganza he's putting on. Cape Iron Cafe, in fact, will uh, be there coming up on uh, Friday. I'm so look forward, looking forward to uh, being there. Don't be waving tubby burgers in front of me like that. That's mean. Especially when I'm on the air. Because it's not like I can sit there and... Uh, something like a tubby burger. For example... Not to necessarily give anybody a, a free plug, but because if you if you're a regular at the North Dakota State Fair, you probably already have that favorite must have another one food or snack beverage whatever. The food trucks are going to be open four to eight Friday, eleven to eight Saturday, noon till six Sunday. Lots more going on. If I tell you the whole thing now, then Daryl's not going to have anything left to tell you about in just a few minutes. Fair food and fun extravaganza presented by Daryl's Racing Pigs. Another one of those must-see parts of the North Dakota State Fair. I have to admit, I've been to the fair a few times doing the K-Fair Cafe 3 to 5, and I've always had to leave, or for years anyway, had to leave like right at 5 and get back, right back to Bismarck and blah, 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 whatever I had to do. And Daryl's Racing Pigs would be on at 3.30 and 5.30. Well, a little busy during the one, and then by 5.30, I was supposed to be on the road. So finally, I one year, I went ahead and was able to stay behind and Checked him out at 5.30 and talked to Daryl. Did a little did a little Facebook Live from uh, holding my phone around the corner inside where the pigs come out of. And, uh, oh, here. Here's somebody who wants to get on the show. Hey, you got to call the 2580550 thing, okay? Call Call two. Call 258-0550 and we'll get you on, okay? Okay. 2580550. Okay. Okay. It's getting to the point where you give one number for text and all of a sudden that's the number everybody wants to use to get on the show. I can't. I mean, I can, but it's holding my iPhone up to the mic and it just sounds right. So anyway, we'll talk to Daryl about the fair food and fun extravaganza coming up. Presented by Daryl's Racing Pigs. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and the K-Fire Cafe will be live from there coming up on uh, Friday, 3 till 5. Oh, I got to find a way to hang around there a while, though. I don't want to just leave at 5 if there's stuff going on yet. Let's see about that. Hmm. 
After four, Amber Ray from the Y. Brad Feldman, Brad's business beat. Those are coming up. I got a closure. I don't know if he's got, or maybe he's already had it. I don't know. We'll have to find out anyway. 701-258-0550. You're in the K-Fire Cafe. Hi there. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? This is Charles what? Tuttle. Charles Tuttle. I suspected that <laughs> might be you. How are you? I'm terrific. I'm not going to hold my iPhone up to the microphone. I'm not going to hold my microphone up to the iPhone for this conversation. I had to have you call the right line because otherwise my hands hands going to go numb after a while. Well, (laughs) I wanted to call in and talk about the uh, election lawsuit, which uh, we've been getting a lot of, uh, uh, let's put it this way, the state, the judge everybody's been trying to shut this thing down and extend it out as long as they can so it becomes a moot situation but we're doing our best to get this we may have to go in front of the u.s supreme court um we found out that there's over over forty thousand people that it looks like a lot of them didn't receive their ballots in time it even posted some of their ballots on the facebook that showed they received the ballots after the election well, that's, uh, not, the other that's thing, not good. No, uh, not good at all. No, and then no one wants to even talk about it as far as when we got the answers back from the state and the lawsuit was denied, 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 denied. Not even, you know, facts about anything. It's just denied, denied, denied. And then the judge, she tried to, uh, she did grant us a hearing because the state didn't even want a hearing. They wanted to dismiss it without a hearing. She granted us the hearing and, and scheduled it for the 25th of August. Well, under the election laws, the, the schedule is a lot faster. It's a 10-day and a 14-day for a hearing. So the Supreme Court told her that if you're going to have a hearing, you have to have it by the 28th of July. Well, instead of having the hearing, she then dismisses the election law portion election lawsuit portion of our case, thinking that now she can have her hearing in August, when in fact the uh, rules are still at whatever rules you start with are the rules you have to finish with. But the other thing I wanted to uh, bring up was this article about Rob Port on the minerals uh, or the um, monies that are owed by oil companies to our school land trust. I don't know oh, if anybody knows there. this. Well, our school lands, they have oil leases on them. And this is money that goes directly into the school trust account and is divvied up a percentage of it goes directly to the school formula. So this is money for our children. And when Jody Smith became the uh, uh, director of the school land trust, she discovered that these oil companies have been taking deductions and expenses out of their leases that they're not entitled to. And she had sent 37 oil companies letters stating that, hey, you're going to owe money. This is not the agreement you signed, and the agreement that we have to enforce is what you've agreed to. And subsequently, they sued the state. Uh, Continental and another one of the companies, the gas company, sued the state saying, hey, you can't come back now. Um, for years, we've done it this way. And now, all of a sudden, you know, they, they went from district court to the to the state Supreme Court. The state Supreme Court upheld Jody's, uh, Jody's statement that this money is owed. And the state Supreme Court said they have to pay this money. And now they sent a letter, a 90-day letter, that if they don't 
pay or make arrangements to pay that they would then incur fees and 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 uh, penalties. Well, all the Ron Ness and all the oil companies—they're all up in arms, saying, "You can't do this. This isn't fair." And uh, Rob Port just wrote an article. No, this isn't. This isn't right. This is taking advantage of of oil companies. And it's like, folks, these oil companies. Harold Hamm came into this state worth two billion dollars. He had to give his wife nine hundred ninety-five million in their divorce. That was what five or six years ago. Now the man's worth eighteen billion. He's gotten rich off of North Dakota, and you know these guys. They need to. Now they're going to steal the crumbs that were left over. That's what's hmm. going on. I. Uh, she probably wants more of that money. That nine hundred ninety-five million is not enough. No, she's given, done. She's done. Given like, that, I'm not saying she's yeah. not done. I'm just, I just can't yeah. you just picture yeah. somebody going, "Wait a minute! I settled for 995 million, <laughs> and I could have had nine billion. What's wrong with me?" Yeah, to which I'd have to say, "What's wrong with yeah. you? If you can't figure out how to live on 995 million." Yeah, right. But that's, I, I realize that's completely that. not your point. I realize that. I just, for, for some yeah. reason, the, the silly <laughs> side of me saw that and said, I could just see, I, I for some reason, I just saw the look on her face. I'd never even seen her face. I have no idea what it looks like. I can see the look at her face going, ah. She's a very, she's a very nice, very sharp looking woman. And she was the lawyer for the company. She's, she's not a dummy. But he well, was, um, I guess. But apparently she doesn't have the gift of foresight or she could have scored another seventeen billion. Yeah. yeah. yeah but <laughs> I'm not saying she needs it. it. I'm not saying it's got a darn thing to do with why you called. I just for, like I say, the <laughs> the goofy side of me, that's where yeah. I went first was oh great. I settled. I pick I had this picture of like a game show where you know do you, oh, do you settle for the nine hundred ninety-five million, or do you open the case? Do you open door curtain number two, door number three, whatever game show we're where, on where to do, do this? A, where do you cash a check like that? <laughs> and do they write? They give you like the great big checks, like the casinos do. You know, like you get on to Prairie Nights, and if you wanted, you know, they take a picture of you with that huge check, or if you want the North Dakota lottery, you know, they get. I've always wanted to walk into you know, whatever bank that I'm banking with at that particular time. Nobody gets a free plug, but I'll be happy to advertise your bank if you want to sign up. Just, you know, like Schwan Buick GMC Cadillac. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Signed up. Yes, I bought my vehicles, my last five vehicles there, but they're also proud sponsors of the K-Fire Cafe. If you want me to yeah. give you a plug, that's how it works. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but um, I... I always wanted to go into my bank with one of those those checks <laughs> just to see what they would do. And it's 
now I get see yeah. th- that's the joy of COVID because now <laughs> the joy of uh, COVID. Where the hell is he going with this? The joy of COVID oh. is I get to walk in with a mask on now and do that. Yes, you do. There, huh? You know, I go to the, I go to the bank tower and I think they're holding me up. Mm. I've long thought that for years, <laughs> but but. but um yeah well, see, so now, you, now you brought now you brought something else up that we got to talk about oh here we go all right oh yeah oh yeah i go to church sunday and half of the pews are strings are holds and i had I, I went to the cathedral last week and the same thing right and i'm like are you telling me that 50 percent of our parishioners are not allowed to come to church now didn't doug Burgum tell donald trump that our state is always been 95% open um okay devil's advocate he'll say that's a church decision and not a state decision oh i see well i'm guessing i, I mean know. i, I don't i don't want to speak for him i don't you know I, I, but i asked my priest and my priest told me when the government tells us we can we will i said you know uh, i don't get i don't get this in ward county we've had 200 cases one death that's not a pandemic Todd. And you know what? I went to the school board meeting on on Thursday or Friday. My not. I, I would have thought it was the '60s, and um, we were doing the bomb shelter, Cold War stuff, having the children have drills where they're lined up on the wall, putting books on their head. Do you remember that? Yep. Okay, that these people are crazy. They don't even look at the numbers and say. Are we really going to have a problem? I don't see. I've, I've seen some daycares. I've gone to daycares during the pandemic. I haven't seen one child with a face mask on a daycare. So why are we freaking out about kids going back to school when there's no pandemic in, in some of these counties? I don't. You can take the big counties and that, that, they think that's a pandemic. That's fine. But when there's only one death in all of Ward County. This whole time, I'm sorry, more people have died from the flu in Ward County. More people are dying from the opioid. What, what happened to the opioid uh, issue that Mr. Bergham was so inspired by and was leading the charge on? Seems That's to be plenty of people are dying that way. Yeah, it's all crickets right now. Not to mention, Charles, are you going to drive today? <laughs> Yes, I'm driving. I got it, Charles. How can you? How dare you drive? Do you have any idea how many people are dying? Mm -hmm. People are dying driving, and you're out driving. But but you can't test drivers and make money at it. You know, Doug was saying today on. on, uh, on, By the way, uh, I'm not suggesting that we get rid of driving because that would drive me absolutely crazy too. I'd have to walk up the mine on Friday. I ain't doing that. But you can't make you can't make money on it because you know Right. right now. 30,000 tests a month is what Doug Bergham said this morning. And somebody called in, I don't know if you heard it, and said, yeah, we were a false positive, and they haven't changed it yet. It's still being reported as a positive. Oh, I'll get right on that, Mr. Bergham said. And I'm like, you know, your buddy from Stanford, Abbott, I think, Laboratories, the one making all the money off of these tests, that's the same guy that gave you $50,000 for your pack to attack conservative Republicans. How is all this working out? Mm. <sighs> you know, Charles, if I had all the answers, 
I don't know what I'd do if I had all the answers. I'm just here so yeah, that Darryl. I can make sure we get some of the questions asked and be able to well, give Darryl, our two cents Darryl, worth we, and stuff. But I doubt that I, I doubt we'd be having this conversation if I if I had all the answers. But maybe we would be. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Daryl Lisa uh, texted me a couple of weeks ago. And says, "Do you have an automatic starter on your car?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. <sighs> but you know, oh, it, we do. It's a good question for your church, and I want it. I'll, and I'll have to run because I do. Commissioner Markor did call in, and then Daryl Lee's is going to be All calling right. in. So, but right. but I will I will give you this one though. As far as your church goes, I remember when back when seatbelts were first suddenly becoming the thing back in the early '80s. That you know, hey, you gotta wear your seatbelt, blah blah blah. And yeah. I I had asked a, a friend of mine, very a very fellow devout Christian. I asked him. I said, so. Why are you so afraid of getting a shortcut to heaven by virtue of dying in a car accident? I, I, I have to admit, he had the comeback. He said, "It's yeah, not. Okay. I'm not afraid of dying. I just don't want to end up not dying and then ending up living like a veg." Oh, there you go. That's good. You yeah. know, and I thought, well, all right, all right, all right. You got me on that one. Yeah. So, and so maybe that's the problem. It's in church. It's not that we want to deny people their early entrance or whatever into heaven. We just don't want them to suffer on earth in case that's what happens. Right. So not to get all theological on you or anything, because that's starting to get way over my pay grade. But well, you heard Simon Cow broke his back. I don't know. It was electrical. Well, Charles, keep us posted, okay? <laughs> I will. Thanks, Tom. We can count on you. <laughs> you take right. care. <laughs> Commissioner Marquardt, that must be you, I'm guessing. Yes. How are yes, you? Yes, it is, Todd. How are you? Charles Tuttle beat you in today, so. Well, that's fine. And that Charles was got probably a lot, of, a lot of things to say. A deeper thought road than I was planning on going on, but. <laughs> I haven't thought of that conversation since the early '80s, but I don't know what made me think of that. But sometimes Charles Tuttle calls in, and, and I end up thinking of things I just really hadn't planned to think of that day. Yeah, some people have that effect on people. I think he has that effect on me. But so anyway, so what's going? On? <laughs> Getting focused on onto our intended track today. Three twenty nine of the Cape Fire Cafe to Ed Mitchell. And Bismarck City Commissioner Steve Marquardt. So what do we have going on at the city? Well, a lot of things going on. You know, the biggest thing, you know, that we've, you know, been discussing over the last, you know, few weeks and, you know, months, you know, I've been talking about as far as on budget stuff is, you know, there's been a lot of things going around that, you know, we were going to raise the budget by 30%. And, um, you know, that's that's just not the case. Um, you know, we've, we've gone through and talked to about, you know, with the budget budget committee and the the commission has voted on our preliminary that uh, as far as a 9.95 million increase. But you know, basically, what does that that mean? And I think there's a lot of things out there, um, you know, that gets floated around that I don't know for sure if people you know watch all the meetings you know all the time or or catch bits and pieces of it, and kind of it all depends on what gets reported. But you know. So basically, you know, why the increase? So the increase or the main thing that we did right away as far as during the budget committee, knowing that 
you know, with COVID and trying to get those numbers. And, you know, we don't have a crystal ball at all, so we kind of take a look at the numbers that we have and, and what's coming in. And we know we got some revenue shortfalls that, you know, from – from the uh, from the state, and that's nothing that the state has has cut or anything like that. I've had a few emails from you know from different people that you know said, well, the state cut your your funding. No, they didn't cut our funding. What it was is that it's uh, basically usage. So the gas tax that um, uh, funds roads and streets. Um, you know, basically what that is uh, for quite a quite some time. Uh, previous commissions had. Dedicated that gas tax to the roads and streets to help fund them to um, uh, one of their revenue streams. So basically, you know, trying to eliminate some of that uh, misconception. The, the state didn't cut in; it's just basically usage, and the usage has gone down, and, and some of the tax or oil tax stuff has gone down. So it's, it's more of a usage, not that the state cut anything. So I wanted to make clear that up. Also, the thirty percent that. Uh, received many emails um, as far as, you know, that we're raising 30%. We're not. Uh, the 9.95 mills that the city had voted on uh, for their preliminary budget, basically what we did going forward was that we just wanted to make sure that we sustain the services that the citizens have currently. And unfortunately, with some of those shortfalls, um, you know, what, what we thought as a um, – uh, budget committee and and also at the commission table was to, um, you know, we're going to have to raise raise mills. I do believe we've cut mills probably the last uh, ten or twelve years. Last year we raised our mills a little bit to uh, help support the police and fire uh, with some of the staffing issues. Um, so that was the first time we had raised mills. So hindsight being 2020 and and some of the past commissions is that. We probably should have done our due diligence a little bit better as far as where those mills mills go to. I mean, we always, you know, get uh, asked to to cut mills and and look at property taxes, which we do. But you know, sometimes we need to sustain what we have uh, moving forward, and you know, that's a tough uh, tough issue. You know, all of us city commissioners are um, residents of Burley County and the city of Bismarck, and you know, we all. Um, pay those property taxes for those, those services that get provided. So basically we looked at the general fund, which basically property tax uh, funds those um, departments. And the biggest ones are, you know, police, fire, public health, um, central communications, and, you know, roads and streets. Because roads and streets, you know, has been declining a little bit as we grow. Um, you know, so general fund has supported those guys a little bit with some of their equipment needs. Well, in the past, we've, you know, kind of kicked the can down the road um, a few different times to say, well, you know, let's hold off, let's try and maintain what we have. But we come to a point where uh, a lot of that uh, large equipment needs to start getting replaced. So going into the budget process, we just needed to make sure that we sustain the services. So, the, you know, and like I said, is public safety basically is what. Um, you know, our, uh, you know, what gets paid out of the general fund, and that's where our property taxes are at. Um, you know, rec- basically, it's to recover revenue reduction. So the state aid and motor vehicle tax from the state of North Dakota, due to the you know different COVID nineteen things, and also just the reduction of the oil and gas prices. Uh, replace obsolete equipment. So we've been working on a plan to try and get um, 
a lot of our older equipment uh, replaced. Uh, we're going to be able to do some of that. Um, you know, we're going to lease some of it to kind of uh, spread out the cost so it's not as big of a hit. Um, and we basically only approved critical needs to sustain the services to the citizens, like I mentioned. You know, we reviewed uh, critical equipment replacement cost needs. Uh, like I said, we decided to lease the purchasing equipment to save the taxpayers money and establish police vehicle reserve for future years as well. Um, basically, uh, with that roads and streets is, you know, create a financial plan to reduce the cost for citizens in the future. Unfortunately, you know, we start kicking the can down the road, all this stuff gets to be more expensive. You know, and I think we showed that a few different times on, uh, you know, our public meetings as far as, you know, if we raise um, taxes or, or don't raise the taxes, um, you know, it's just going to cost us more in, in the future in the long run. So that's why we kind of went with, um, you know, what uh, the mayor had mentioned as far as, you know, looking at some nine and some change, uh, try and get it done in, in two years to, and it may not be two years, you know, if we, you know, do this this year and we have an amazing year next year, the numbers look really good, you know, it might not be as as big of a, as a hit next year. Um, if the economy takes a dump, you know, we're kind of setting ourselves up to be able to weather that storm a little bit as well. So, you know, when I talk about, you know, what that percentage is, so the city of Bismarck, under property taxes, we don't get or collect all the property taxes. Uh, we... Uh, our portion of it this year is right around 24.89%. Uh, Burley County and State of North Dakota is right around 15. Parks and Rec is 14.46. And the school district is roughly right around 45.31. So going into 2021, um, our property tax increase is going to be right around 3.03%. So what does that look like? So the 3.3%, so on a median house, as we took a look at, um, you know, it was roughly right around um, uh, 245,000, I do believe, or 247. Um, so what that roughly entails is about $122 per year, about $10.22 per month, or about 34 cents per day. You know, that's um, you know basically what what it breaks down to. Um, unfortunately, like I said, I, I don't want to pay more taxes than what I need to, but I also take a look at the city as a whole and, and um, where we're growing and, and how we're growing and, and to maintain. Um, that's basically what I told our directors um, ahead of time. As I said, we only need critical needs. Um, you know, I had one person give me a call or text me and goes, well, why didn't we see you guys cut anything on the you know, during the the budget thing, and I said, well, I said because I told them I didn't want anything that's uh, any fluff or anything that wants. I said we just need to do our critical needs in in this time, and you know, with the understanding that there's a lot of people or or some people that are hurting out there, and you know, we figured that the ten dollars a month, and we'll you know have this discussion again for the final on August twenty uh, first, I do believe. So. I said it's it's not an easy task by any means to to talk about increasing mills or increasing taxes, but you know we have to take a look at the city as a whole and and some of those services and maybe some of that revenue streams will will be better than what than what it's showing so far. Um, like I said, it's it's out there a little ways yet, but 
or if we get different kind of funding or, or different uh, funding from state or federal, um, you know, we'll have to take a look and, and see what happens there So and, and adjust accordingly. You know, we're going to be watching this very closely. Um, you know, that's what I mentioned at my last uh, meeting or last presentation to make sure we keep the commissioners and citizens abreast of what's moving and, and what's coming in and, you know, adjust accordingly. So, like I said, right, right now, um, the preliminary budget's right around $10.22, roughly a month. So, But if you'd like to contribute to the uh, City of Bismarck Prosperity Fund, or whatever we're going to call it, <laughs> I don't well, think any of us really want to pay any more in, in taxes, as a matter of fact. You make a good point. We, we don't. And I mean, it's, you know, we take that in consideration as well and, you know, try and take a look at, you know, we, we look at a whole bunch of different things, Todd. So, I mean, it's not just, you know, we, we take a look at, um, like I said, we haven't, you know, raised any, any mills until last year. I think it was like right around two something, but, you know, and we don't try and make a, a habit of that. We try and make a, a habit and you can take a look at what we've done in the past as far as giving those mills back to the property owners but you know we are still a growing community we're a growing city and you know we need to make sure that we maintain those services we you know like yeah. I said, it, it, it's it's tough and we have to make make that decision and you know we'll keep moving forward like i said we're not done yet uh, you know we have to approve the final budget yet so that was a preliminary but it's not 30 percent roughly right around three point three percent 3.3.03 so all right well glad we got that cleared up anything else as we uh, head out the door no that's about it for okay. right now as always you know we got commission meeting tomorrow night so just take a look at the agenda that's online and um, if there's any questions or thoughts or concerns just go ahead and give us an email and try and get back to you in a timely manner and We'll just keep moving forward. You could be a part of the process. Very good. This is State Commissioner Steve Marcourt. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you, Todd. Alrighty. Some fun coming up on uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The Fair Food and Fun Extravaganza. We'll hit with uh, Daryl Lee's here in just a moment. Okay, fire. A grand in your... It's 85 in Bismarck, Mandan. Daryl Lee's, you want it to rain on Friday? Really? Oh, about noon, 1 o'clock would be great. What, what's why do you want because you've got this big thing coming up this weekend friday saturday and sunday and i'm going to be there uh, you know and if i have a good enough time friday i'll find a way to come back saturday and or sunday too i suppose but i gotta be here well, for a you while. know you're gonna you're gonna be here for a while on friday because i'm gonna put you on the spot right now we'll just get this out of the way right now oh here we go we've got we have the i am not gonna race with the pigs again <laughs> yeah, you didn't finish very well last time. But anyway. I know they um, beat me. That's why I'm not going to do it again. They beat me. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing the prettiest slash most handsome pet and the ugliest pet competition. Okay. Ooh, okay. And so we've got a stage. In fact, I'm out here at the fairgrounds right now, and I'm looking at the stage. We're getting it put into place, and so that's where some of our entertainment. Now, we don't have big, big entertainment coming but we got some local artists that are hey, going to play some I'll be music. just as entertaining yeah. as I can be, okay? I mean, that's... Absolutely. Absolutely. We're, we're, we want to showcase that. And if, and if there's anyone out there, I'm going to put this out, by the way, anyone out there that would like to showcase their talent or, or knows someone or a family member that is, you know, got 
a, even a young person that's just getting started that kind of wants to get their name out there that they're starting to do some, you know, music and stuff, let me know. We'll try and find a spot for you because, you know, I caught a break at the age of 14 with the racing pigs, uh, thanks to some folks in the fair industry. And so, you know, I'm, so now it's time I, for you I'm to pay it forward then, right? Right. Absolutely. And, okay. and so we can give them a little bit of exposure and, and, uh, you know, maybe even feed them a tubby burger or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There you go, man. If you're just but joining us here in the K fire cafe is Daryl Lee's. I'm telling Mitchell and what, what we're talking about is this thing that Daryl decided to, to do for this Friday, Saturday and Sunday at the, uh, North Dakota state fairgrounds in Monet. He's got the, the Daryl's racing pigs out and, so much more that'll be happening. Yeah. yeah, it's a fair food and fun extravaganza, and uh, we're out here on the state fairgrounds this coming weekend. And and so back to the stage thing here. The reason that I'm going to put you on the spot, Todd, is yes, because sir. we have going to be on stage, North Dakota's prettiest slash handsome pet and ugliest pet competition. And you don't have to pre-register, but if they want to text me, they can text and pre-register. But you can just show up by 6 o'clock on Friday night because 630 is the prelims. And we're going to judge it America's Got Talent style. Okay? We're going to have a panel of three or four judges. Yours truly here on this end of the phone is going to be Simon Cowell, you know, the, the, <laughs> the North Dakota version of Simon Cowell. So there probably will be some folks not real happy with me at the end of the uh, competition, but that's all right. And then, and so then I need, I need the pushover. And so I'm going to ask you to stay over that evening for a while and help judge the prelims because we need the pushover, Todd Mitchell, on, on that. You know, that's panel, funny you know, because I was accused of being Simon when they had uh, Bismarck <laughs> Idol the first few years of American Idol. And I was, <laughs> oh, really? And somebody, somebody in the crowd promptly, the first time I was critical of anybody, promptly yelled out, Simon. Yeah, I'm yep. like, uh, fine. And then I became a pushover from there on out because I'm like, fine, I just won't, you know. You yeah, just, see, that just gets me harder down the other side. Someone someone yells that out, I'm going to give him the thumbs up and go, you ain't seen nothing yet, buddy. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, so it's going it's, to, but we are going to crown a champion, you know, prettiest slash most handsome pet because, you know, we obviously don't want to call the uh, fully intact male dogs, pretty. We want to call them handsome or cats or whatever, iguanas, whatever you might have. Um, you know, so we're, we're gonna we're gonna do that. And, and no, if a male dog wants to be referred to, to as if a male dog wants to be referred to as pretty, I have no problem with that. Well, he's probably been neutered, but anyway, probably. Um, so, <laughs> so they uh, and and that's fine, you know. Um, <laughs> To each pet owner their own, you know, whatever they want to do with their dogs and cats and iguanas and tortoises and whatever else they might bring. But anyway, there you go. So it's two hundred and fifty dollar prize for that. Nice. No entry fee. Really? There's no entry fee for that except to get into the you know the fair food and fun event. That's five dollars a day to get in there. Five and under are free, by the way. So the little tykes that you know. You got to kind of keep track of, and might not eat much food, and might not enjoy the food as much as everyone else. Might not right. enjoy the music. They're not so. going to consume five dollars worth of food at that age, so right. that's fine. Right, you know. So I mean, to get in, to get in, to be able to, you know, purchase the food and get the other entertainment that we got going on, the racing pigs there. Once you get inside, the only thing that's extra is Saturday night uh, dueling pianos by Fun Pianos. That's an extra ten dollar cover charge, um, and we're inside the building for that that night to just to 
ensure and guarantee in case there is a weather event that we can still go on. Um, and, and that, hey, this is truly an American patriotic, freedom-loving people type of an event because guess what? Hmm. We are giving away door prizes that night. Okay, we're going to give – and we got prizes throughout the day we're going to give away too. Obviously, at the racing pigs, we give away prizes. You know that, Todd, when you come to them. But at Doing Pianos, we've got the top two door prizes happen to be everyone's favorite Second Amendment – lovers guns okay <laughs> we're giving away two guns that night look, i'm telling look you look at you 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 want to come to this thing you better wow. be a freedom loving patriot well no you doubt be, you better love america and love our constitution because we're going to be so full of freedom around here it's going to be it's going to be enjoyable to oh, watch man. so look at you yeah go. so and these are door prizes that you, those you just have to go to the dueling pianos now you got to be there to win because they're door right. prizes, so we're going to draw until someone, you know, if someone leaves early, too bad, you didn't, you know, you're yeah, not you winning. you snooze, you lose, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not a raffle, it's door prizes. Right. So you don't have to buy an extra raffle ticket to win these guns, you just got to come to the event. So, you know, we and then Sunday we're going to do, you know, the other, the other thing we're going to, you know, pay tribute to, uh, we're going to have a lot of patriotic music that day, we're going to have a little worship service and some gospel uh-huh. music, you know, some good good old down home uh american uh you know god god created us give us our freedom give us our rights and our country was founded to protect those god-given rights and so we're going to spend sunday just a relaxed day doing that and of course the racing pigs will be going all three days so you'll get a chance to see them all three days nice well you know what this is going to be our north dakota state fair then well, it's. I tell you Closest what, we can't thing. come close to that. Um, it's going to be you know, our. I'm not going to say it's going to be the. It's going to well, be our. Yeah. It, it's kind of our mini version, you know, very right. mini version. Um, you know, and I, when, of course, I've had a great working relationship with the folks at the state fair for thirty some years now. And I came in and I said, you know what? I'm just, I'm just tired that there's nothing going on. I haven't had a racing pig event this year yet. Um, no way! I want to. I want to do something. Are they in shape? Oh, they're going to be. They're, they're start. They're they're in their training process right now. So by Friday, they're going to be in their running clothes. Let me tell you. But uh, Daryl's you know, practicing a, pigs. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so we got we got the arrangements made with the good folks up at the state fair here, and rented the part part of the parking lot from them and the. Uh, one one room in the building here, the 4-H hall here, and um, so you know we're we're going to be able to do some things. You know, it's it's going to be it's going to be some good entertainment, just relaxing atmosphere. Not going to be the high power, so so called high power entertainment. Um, you know, of, of a grandstand or that. You know, we we're all going to miss that this summer. Kind of tough to replace that when a lot of them folks aren't even touring. So. Um, but, you know, I don't know that do anybody it. would really expect or, for that matter, even want that this year. We just want to have our ability to come in and just enjoy ourselves for a weekend. Right, right. And, you know, and, and oh, and the other thing I can't forget, that we just added this. Here. This is just coming about in the last few weeks, by the way, Todd. I mean, these things are a lot of work to put on. When you put on an event, there's a lot of work. I don't think a lot of people appreciate how much work goes into one of these. but then. 
it's a whole nother thing when you do it in about a three week time span. Oh, no doubt. And you know, my wife says, "Oh my gosh, you know, what did you get us into now?" But <laughs> are you crazy? Well, did that word come up? The c word "crazy" but, come yeah. up? <laughs> no, she just says you are crazy. You know, <laughs> she don't ask if I am anymore. She just knows it. But you know, it's it's a lot of work, and we're so we're we're doing. We got some volunteers uh, to help out here, and always looking for a few more volunteers. Uh, we'll get some people some you know, doing pianos tickets or something for they come help volunteer. Cause we need people to wipe down the, you know, the picnic tables and that, you know, once in a while throughout the day, you know, Gotta we're going to follow safe. safety protocols. Yeah. Yep. You know, we're not requiring any masks, but we're not going to shame anybody that does feel they need to wear one to come out in public and be comfortable. That's perfectly fine. We're, we're about self-responsible. I just said, we're going to, we're going to have a whole lot of freedom going on out here, a whole lot of self-responsibility, a whole lot of free will. We're going to, celebrate america we're going to celebrate our god-given rights we're going to celebrate some good fair food some entertainment um you know we're going to celebrate the second amendment right by giving away a couple of guns um if you're coming with your patriotic mask on daryl's going to give you a thumbs up too by the way hey absolutely we will not do any mask shaming here we're we're not going to see me put no pictures (laughs) on a dang bison you know to try and shame you to wear a mask um We're not gonna, and we're not gonna. I knew you were gonna, gonna love you, that one. <laughs> yeah, boy, and that's the dumbest thing you ever seen. But anyway, uh, you know, we're not gonna give you a thumbs down if you're wearing one either. We're gonna, we're just gonna go about like you're just a regular citizen, like the rest of us around here that want to get out and do something. But for some reason, and it's your decision and reason and your freedom to decide if you need to take that extra precaution. Good on you. We're gonna celebrate. The day with everyone. You start talking about this just as the governor's briefing has hashtag mask up ND. Yeah. Uh, outline yeah. of North Dakota and a mask over it. Just so you know. But anyway, so oh. mask, don't mask, no mask whatever. There, Wear there? a mask with a big gun on it. Wear your Trump 2020 mask, right. whatever you want to wear. Hey, just <laughs> you, come on out and enjoy the American day, flag you know? mask. Somebody must have those. I'll have to go looking around. Somebody's got to have oh, an American flag mask. They've got to be out there. I mean, I just had Charles Tuttle on. I should have asked him. Do you have any Trump 2020 masks? I need to call him back. I bet he's got yeah, there some. There you go. He's got some he, Trump he 2020, might. everything else. He's got to have masks. Yeah. <laughs> so. North Dakota State Fairgrounds, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Fair Food and Fun Extravaganza, K-Fire Live, and Daryl, I'll be honored to be uh, one of your judges. You'll have to All decide right. whether Carrie I am the pushover or not. But... <laughs> hey, drink Carrie with you. We'll even let her. Oh, come she's, in. Coming. she's coming. She's <laughs> coming. Thanks, Daryl.